0: My name is Scott Bradley and this is Scott Squad Podcast and as always I'm joined by Matty T. How are we son? I'm fantastic mate, how are you? I'm not too bad mate, you're on the dragon suit tonight I see? Of course, of course, nothing else for a Friday night. Of course big man, so let's dive right into it mate, a very eventful week in Scottish football, never a dull moment is there? There's not a dull
1: moment in Scottish football at all, I mean it's been a, a week of headlines, a week of controversy and... Where do you even
0: start? Oh, exactly, mate. <coughs> so we'll start off with the football. Yeah. And the uh, Rangers become Marnock 5-0 in the Scottish Cup on Wednesday night. And uh, Morelos, uh, that was uh, him coming back into the team. And what return for the big man? Four goals? Four goals. Fantastic all-round performance from the big man. And
1: it, it unfortunately highlights how much we rely on him. Um, I think we are a one man team, mate. I think we said I think we are a I one man, team. Said, we we a, one
0: put man hand, team. Put our hands up. What We're a one man team. No, it just shows you how much we rely on him, right? And see when he's known the teammate, we're just so bland. Yeah, there's no there's no creative spark in that team whatsoever. I mean, there's not. I mean, Defoe, it's just like it's just the way it is. It's just pure facts. Defoe can't play
1: on on his own. Lafferty it's too inconsistent, um, and. When Marais plays, he gets involved. He excites the players, he excites the fans. He gets us going. He gets us ticking. He's the heartbeat of the team. Yep, exactly. And we need to, he needs to cut out the rubbish because. we will get into that later on. Right? Yeah, we're, oh, we're going into
0: a clip. We're just diving in right away. But um, I so let's talk. Let's start right from the get go. Um, come Marnock, Um, there was claims that they should have had a penalty. Brophy went down in the box. Um, so what do you think about that? Do you think it was a penalty? I personally think it was.
1: Um, I've looked at it a few times. I can see why the ref hasn't given it, but I think Joe Wardle has given the ref the decision to make it. He's a bit clumsy, he's put his arm around him, and whether it's soft or not, I think, if you put your arm around someone like that, you're, uh, well,
0: you're giving the ref the decision. Well, for me, it was it was very weak, it was very soft, Brophy was looking for it, he went down far too easy, and uh, the referee made the right call on that one, mate. And then, uh, did you see Big Warro like uh, Brophy's tweet yeah, over it? put a video okay. up of the incident and like in Warro tr- liked yeah. it. Apparently, I tripped over my legs and... Yeah, for me, mate, that was uh, a never, a, never a penalty yeah. in my own years. But Rangers went right up the park, got a goal by yep. Alfredo Morelos.
1: Yep, and brilliant play from Tav, Slid it into Candias down the right-hand side. Candias takes out all the uh, Camaro defenders with his
0: pass. Yeah, can I just say one thing, mate? See the link-up play between Tavenier and Candias... On Wednesday Fantastic. night it was on point. They were brilliant. unstoppable. Yeah, and see Candace at the weekend, mate, he did have a great game, I thought he was rather poor, right? Against And uh, he responded yeah, against Johnson he was rather poor, it didn't was. do a whole lot, then responded tremendously well uh, on Wednesday yeah. night, he had a phenomenal three, game. Special with him and Tav as well, yeah.
1: Tav as well, yeah. And Morellus
0: nearly missed it, but it was in the back of the net
1: exactly. I thought like Candace hitting a plate from Realis, you can't really miss those, um, I mean, nearly did, but um, regardless, a goal a goal,
0: and uh, another big incident happened in the game with uh, the Kelly goalkeeper Backman. Um, he elbowed blatantly elbowed, uh, Kamara. Yeah. Um, red card all day long. Uh, Steve Clark said it was not a red card, right? Um, we'll come on, to Steve. We'll come on, to Steve Clark later on in the podcast. Of course, we will. But red card all day long, Matthew, isn't it? It's a blatant red card, I mean, it's not as if
1: he, he did not realise Kamara's there, He's right next to me. As we looking, it does. Whether, it, like, it, it wasn't much force, There was enough force to be violent. They elbowed him. It's 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 exactly, elbowed him exactly. It doesn't
0: matter if, or oh, oh, there wasn't enough force. The guy blatantly elbowed
1: Kamara. Exactly, as that's, that's I'm saying, like, elbowed him. And the ref was looking right at it. He was actually watching Kamara and, um... I think it was the linesman, uh, that spotted it,
0: I'm sure. Then, well, the ref was looking right at it, so he he's the one who gave it. Yeah, I think the linesman, yeah. uh, told him about yeah. it. I mean, if I'm, uh... My memory serves me correctly, but yeah, red card all
1: day long. 100%. Uh, you can't complain. I, I can guarantee if that was Steve Clark, if that was one of his players, he'd be calling for a red.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, then right after that, mate, Rangers were ruthless. Rangers were absolutely ruthless. Yep. Uh, Big Alfredo Minerales getting a, a goal before half time. That just killed the game for Kamala, didn't it? It did. I mean, after that, 2 0 n- n- down, 10 men. down
1: ten minutes mountain climb, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a, a mountain to climb, and you just I think at that point it was just damage limitation. I think they're accepting of they're the cup they just need to keep the score down and keep it respectable, which they obviously didn't do. And yeah, in and the
0: second half, Rangers really kicked on. Did. and absolutely battered Kamara. They did. Could, you know, could have been more? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think any player, any Rangers player put a foot wrong, i don't think there was any Rangers player that
1: was, in, was under eight. I Every thought Kamara was, I thought
0: Kamara was tremendous. He really bossed that midfield. Uh, the weekend against St Johnston, he had a a pretty decent game, decent debut, and tonight, uh, no, tonight, no, tonight. Sorry, he wins tonight, he would was he's phenomenal. A, exactly. Right, it was great to, to obviously have uh, Arfield and Jack back in the side. Yeah. We solely missed him, uh, so we did. And uh, Scott, Scott Arfield, man, he, he he's, he's a, a workhorse,
1: man. He's a workhorse. He should he should have two goals. And uh, unfortunately, I scuffed both of them, but. Arfield, he, he's such a workhorse, he'll work all night for you, mm-hmm. um, especially just coming back from injury, uh, to, to pay up a performance like that, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable uh, athleticism mm-hmm. uh, from from him, and I think our best midfield three, Jack, Arfield, and it's a toss-up between Kamara, Kamara and, and yeah. yeah, and we'll
0: just say this uh, about Stevie Davis right now, what's, ha- what's going on with Stevie
1: Davis? I just don't think he's good enough anymore, is there a reason he wasn't getting a game for Southampton?
0: Yeah, I don't know what's happened with Stevie Davis. He's had a poor start. It's quite unfortunate because when we signed him, it was high hopes there, was, him. there was a lot of uh, optimism surrounding McStevie, Stevie, and he's just had a really bad start. But if I'm being honest, I I do have faith that he'll come good. I'm because talent like... like that just doesn't <laughs> vanish, you know. And he was a top player in the EPL for a number of years, but right now, he is, he needs to. I think at the weekend, that's a wake up call for him because yeah. I think he'd been. I think uh, he was probably thinking, come back up here, even he just walk right back into the Rangers team. No, that's not been the case. There's other players fighting for your jersey, Stevie, so exactly. Like, <laughs> he needs to up his game, and there's a lot of competition, which is a good thing. And yeah, I think that'd be a good thing for uh, Davis because he, I think he needs to get pushed. Because he when he was at Rangers before he was he was playing one of the first names in the team exactly he's Captain. no longer the first name in the team sheet so it's some and you see for the last few years at happened he was the first name in the team sheet the team sheet when so, Mark Hughes came in yeah I and went downhill now for Stevie Davis uh, reality check for the it big is, man I mean what well, he's thirty four years old
1: so if he doesn't perform he he's not going to get a contract you know mm-hmm. Um and I feel sorry for him but I just think. You can, you can blame it on the lack of play time right but Defoe's came in and he's performed to a reasonable level so I don't think you can blame it on the game time really I just think he's just I don't know whether really he's I think, he needs, I, I think he just needs I think he just needs a kick something up to adjust. The, I
0: think he needs a kick up kick up the bum yeah something to adjust perhaps but yeah and, then, and all of a sudden Halley came on uh, got himself a goal Yeah, that was a tremendous
1: finish great build up play he played the 1-2 with I think it was Barisic mm-hmm. played the 1-2 no no, 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 no no Barisic sorry uh, uh, Kent. Kent sorry I, he played the 1-2 with Kent and um, you can't put it in the plate there you go son nearly burst the net mm-hmm, absolutely. and honestly Halliday we've said it time and time again but how much has he improved
0: under Gerrard he has he has 100% Honestly, he's had a goal game again mm-hmm. yeah he just looks like a totally different player right now mate he does simple as man and then Ryan Kent he was very lively so he was he was he, he just yeah. looks like he's on for ice us, for, uh, for fun yeah like him and Morelos are booming with confidence right now they are just thriving even under Stevie G. And another me thing about Morelos, he is just, he's lo- loving the time at Rangers right now. Yes. He's absolutely loving it. He, he and he just looks like, he's just like, he's got a bit of an ego, which is a good he thing. Did. And he's just feeling so confident about himself. And people are saying, oh, you're going this summer. The only way he's going in the summer is if, it's minimum 20 million. If Dembele goes for just shy of 20
1: million, eh, I think Morelos is on level with Dembele if not a bit better now Celtic fans don't don't jump down my throat for that but I think based on the goals
0: based on performances he's on level with Dembele yeah I, honestly, yeah, I absolutely agree because Morelos is just on a different level compared to what he was last year because see last year remember he he's missing, remember he's missing uh, sitters left right and centre you're not going to see that anymore no. with Morelos and he went,
1: remember he went a period of 10 games 10 games without a goal Mm-hmm. and yeah. now he scored it's unthinkable every week. now see when you say that to it, someone now know. it's unthinkable it is and I has improved him so much and I think he's got stronger he's got fitter I think see that uh, summer training camp in um, where, Spain, Spain, Spain uh, at the start of the uh, start of the season I think that's helped his game because it's gotten fitter it's gotten stronger it's gotten yeah. into the way Jared wants his players to play and he's bought into that mm-hmm. and he always knows where to be and even if he doesn't, he can create a chance himself we he's touched on it earlier in the pod, but he's just booming the confidence. And touching on Ryan Kent as well, he just he just goes past players with ease. He's got pace. Not only pace, he's got the the um, the final ball. He's got the final touch. He's, he's just he's
0: the, kind of a perfect winger. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, you've hit the nail right in the head there, mate. I'll absolutely tell you that. And uh, <coughs> by following him, he didn't have much to do Wednesday night <laughs> at all, did he? And you know one thing I would mention this about Fodrum right now I was real annoyed to see certain Rangers fans criticise Fodrum uh, obviously, he he obviously McGregor's uh, got suspended and we had to bring Fodrum back into the team and there was uh, Rangers fans out there criticising Fodrum I did not understand that That's whatsoever not real
1: fans like Fodrum has been since he's come into the club he's not put a foot around we are lucky to have him as a, our number
0: two like, Fordham, he could easily like, be a number one anywhere else in Scotland exactly uh, I couldn't agree more yeah like he can do a job in the championship for like the championship in England in the top 6 any of the top 6 sides exactly simple as, it I, as a goalkeeper. it's just unfortunate that McGregor's better yeah
1: exactly um, and for Ford, the only thing I would say about Ford is he's a bit dodgy with his feet sometimes but in in Scotland that's not too important I think in Scotland it's all about how good you are at um, saving goals he like, saves his reactions his reactions are brilliant uh, but it's just unfortunate McGregor's better than
0: him yeah that's the it is you know but <clears throat> we're very lucky to have two Top great goalkeepers yeah. uh, at the club and Fodderham like he could have
1: easily when McGregor came in he could have easily spit the dummy out and wanted to leave but no he's happy
0: at Rangers he accepts I, um, I wouldn't say he's happy but he's content he's but he wants simple. to be number he's one yeah he's been professional and he's not been immature but he knows right McGregor's came in at the team and McGregor's been phenomenal ever yeah. since he's came back to Rangers so he's been realistic and said okay he's having a, McGregor's having the season of his life I'm not going to get the team here so and he's told Stevie G he wants to be a number one so in the summer it looks like he's going to be off but you will still get a few a few bob for him I think two it, I might be wrong about this right don't quote me on this right but I actually think his contract's up now the end of the season I don't think it I think he's got another year left on it Are you sure? I think, you sure. May, I think he might be right actually I think, he's I think he might it. be right uh, yeah but I think we, uh, we will get a decent fee for him if his contract's not up yeah two 2 million or 2-3 million maybe not 3 but 2, but two million so a wee thing on uh, Killy Kelly, um, their performance and Wednesday was just. He started off okay for the first five minutes, and then as soon as Manela scored, it just yeah, went downhill. Minute, yeah. You know, and do you think the red card obviously played a factor in that? Like, do I think. Had, do you think obviously when the red card happened, they were losing one nil at that point. That broke, heads went down, and they, I'm going to be honest, they didn't show a lot of belief. They didn't. They, they didn't show a, a lot of character. They were they accepted defeat as soon as the red card
1: happened. Yeah, and that's that's not good that's uh, not professional. I think, if the red card didn't happen, we would have still won, but I don't think it would have been a 5-0. I, I mean, no, I, the red card played a part in the high score line. but you've got to look at Rangers, how brilliant they were. But I think, come on up, as soon as, like you say, as soon as the red card came, their heads were down, they just, and, I, they just didn't want to play. They didn't want to play at all. And then, in the second half, they were just juiced out. They had no energy left. Because, I mean, the Rangers are high energy, play the best football they've played Arguably, all season, eh, maybe apart from still take it, Ibrox. Kamara, it it takes a lot of energy, a lot of mental strength as well to do that for ninety minutes. And by the 65th minute, they were they were gone. They were
0: they, were, they just wanted the final whistle to go. Yeah, exactly. And uh, defensively, they were just all over the place. They were. Yeah, it was. But you that's, can't that's be too that's harsh unlike, on them. That's unlike Kelly. Yeah, you can't be too harsh on uh, <coughs> Kelly defensively because Rangers were just absolutely yeah, worthless that's what I say, you know. It takes a lot of mental strength. But see the thing is so I think we're talking about off pod. See come on away from home, mate. Like yeah. they're, they're not all that like they've not got a great away record, especially against whole Firm away from home. I mean I know they played the Ibrox this season. this season. Yeah, like we drew they obviously got a point at Ibrox earlier on this season, right? But they went at Parkhead, he did five goals, went to Ibrox, obviously on Wednesday he did five goals. They a bit at home they could shout Celtic for like majority of the game. Yeah, like, I think they are just more
1: comfortable at home. playing at home yeah. than they are away. I mean, that's not a massive criticism, but it's just, if, they're, if they were true title contenders and, or top three contenders, well, I think you're talking the top three, uh, but if they, if they truly
0: believed they were title contenders, they to play away from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll move on. <coughs> <coughs> uh, the big talking point of this week, unfortunately, um, it's totally deflected away from uh, Rangers' phenomenal performance in his commander. Um, Stevie Clark, um, and obviously other issues happened, um, Stevie Clark was subjected to uh, sectarian abuse uh, from uh, Rangers support. He was called uh, a opinion bastard. Um, so what did you make of his uh, post-match press conference? Um. Where he, the only thing he spoke about was uh, the sectarian abuse that he received, and he never really spoke about the game. Uh, for me, I thought it was a a total deflection from the result. Um, I doubt Steve Clark would bring, uh, the views up. If I, I, don't, I doubt I doubt would bring their views up if, come on, one. Exactly. I felt was though he, it was just he was just trying to avoid talking about the football as much as he could. Um, What's your a thoughts hip, on it? P- hypocrite, bit hypocrite. Hypocritical yeah.
1: After his comments after the Celtic games and he just. Eight. Yeah. Uh, so what? The key- I think my thoughts on it. I think I don't want to call it an embarrassment. I want to say he's foolish. He, he's foolish because if that if I was a manager of a football club and we just got dropped five 0 of course entertaining just is absolutely not on. It's bang out. But that happened. It's so, an unfortunate fact that it happens pretty much every game, right? But it just so happens it happened in this game where they got dropped five 0 If I was a manager of Komarik at that point, I would be accepting the fact that my player my players were well below par. Um, I it wasn't a good enough performance. Praise how good Rangers were and look how we can improve. Not talking about the fans, talking about the abuse he got. Because, like, I don't know if you're going to comment it later, but obviously, after they lost to Celtic 1 0, Chris Boyd was subjected
0: yeah, Oh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, literally, I was yeah. about bring that up. So, obviously, um, <coughs> if anyone's been living under a rock, um, Kamara were playing Celtic on Sunday and uh, obviously Celtic won 1 0, but Chris Boyd was also subjected to sectarian abuse. He was called a a fat orange bastard. And a coin got thrown at him. Um, Stevie Clark got asked about this. And this was his exact quote. Can we talk about the football, please? All I want to do is discuss the football. Yeah, and that's what he said. That's what he said. So, Stevie Clark... Do you know what it is? It's selective outrage from Stevie Clark. Um, It's it's fine when it happens to him, right? But when, when it happens to one of his own players, right? One of his own players subjected to satanism abuse and doesn't want to talk about it. And one of his own players got a coin from that, exactly. and he, he didn't didn't want to address it, you know? So, see if you're going to call out satanism, do it on both sides, right? It is wrong. satanism, is a cancer in society, right? But, it, honestly, it is what it is. It is. It, you're not, I don't think you're ever going to eradicate it. No, it's, honestly. Society, it's what Craig Levine said. He said it's,
1: um, I won't do his voice because it's a serious issue, but, um, Craig Levine said it's a society issue, and you've got to agree with that. You can't change society. That's what politics have been trying to do for God knows how long. You can't. It's a society issue. It's not just. It's not just limited to football. It goes deeper than that.
0: Yeah, because as I just said, it annoys me. Like right? stereoism is wrong, but see, if you're going to call it out, you need to do it on both sides, exactly. not just it, like. Do you know what? Another thing that's annoying me as well. Everyone's jumped to the defense of Steve Clark, right? And no one in the media, like, is basically uh, defending Chris Boyd. It's all about yeah. Steve Clark. We you know like, where, to where was uh, the defence uh, after the Kamara game for Chris Boyd with the coin throwing and uh, Chris Boyd getting called the orange yeah. bastard? You
1: know? Um, it is ridiculous.
0: And especially is... Andy Walker, Andy Walker of all people, said on, uh, obviously we all watched the Kamara game on Sunday against Celtic, when the camera panned Chris Boyd when he was warming up, he was getting called a fat orange bastard, right? And uh, Andy Walker said, oh, he loves it. Then Andy Walker was on uh, Sky Sports with Jim White last night and he was saying you feels sorry for Steve Clark and we need to take action. And But yet he's saying that Chris Boyd loves that's, getting called an orange bastard. I don't think he does. I just bang out. I've obviously, doesn't, who, who, who likes to be called that? And you
1: know my feelings. If I was Chris Boyd, right, I would be let down by my manager. Yeah. Absolutely let down. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I was Chris Boyd, I would refuse to play for um, Steve Clark now. I would just be like, you know what, I'm retired now. That's me done mm. I re- refuse to play for him because if I'm a few days earlier I'm, I'm at my home ground getting sectarian abuse getting called a fat orange bastard and getting coins thrown at me fair play cro- Chris Boyd took it in the chin right yep but then his manager his own manager who's supposed to be his manager's supposed to look after him supposed to protect him doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want to address it doesn't address it it then, when it happens to him personally he's raging he's saying this he's saying that and if yep. it was Chris Boyd I'd be like I mean sorry about the French but like what the fuck
0: yeah, and do you know what he also said? He said that he didn't know about it. He didn't know about the the coin phone incident, and he didn't know about um. That we said he said this after game. He said, "Oh, I didn't know about the the sectarian chanting. And I didn't know about the coin thing. Like, come on, BS. Yeah, and uh, honestly, it raises me up the fact that Steve Clark didn't even highlight it. That is shameful. Uh, that is, and another thing Steve Clark said as well was that he got off the Rangers job. Uh, <laughs> so he, did that, he said that in his press on Wednesday that he got off the Rangers job then months ago he said that never. He's there's been no contact with Rangers so I mean, what, what, what? So what did you get off the here? job? Did, did you not Steve? What, what's it's going on bro? Really? that's embarrassing to
1: say that like, a few months ago no I was never offered it I was never approached and now he's saying well when I was offered the job um, the the board said oh, it's out the West of Scotland now it's no longer there
0: I mean mm-hmm. come on Stevie that's just yes yeah, awesome. exactly and for example, look this is another thing about the whole, uh, stuff that's going on this week. Um, show does show racist on the red card, right? I uh, came out and they were obviously defending Steve Clark. Why not defend Chris Boyd? Exactly. Like is Chris Boyd, is Chris Boyd maybe N- I mean from this? Is yeah, he- another one as well. Nil by mouth defending Steve Clark Where's Chris Boyd. Where's the defence for Chris Boyd? Because I think it, I think it's because Chris Boyd is taking on the chin.
1: That's but that's good. He's taking on the chin. He's not. Hit out, lashed out like Steve Clark, but he should still be defended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should. Uh, Chris Boyd probably got it worse than Steve Clark. He got a coin thrown at him. The fans, he's literally fans were next to him he he's warming up, getting caught a fat orange bastard. And Steve Clark, the fans were. I'm not defending it whatsoever, but he was quite a distance away from the fans when they were doing that. But Chris Boyd actually got physical abuse.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're going to defend Steve Clark, you have to defend them both. Exactly. Yeah, it's just total double standards <clears throat> from the media as well. Uh see when you look, look at all the all the journalists as well, they're coming out defending Clark. Where's the defence for Boyd? Um you watch uh, Sports Scene, um obviously after the Rangers game, they're talking about Steve Clark uh, yeah, you you can expect that. But uh, on Sunday, um I don't think they were talking about Chris Boyd getting called an orange bastard. No. No, they weren't. So Yeah it's it's, it's like you said, it's
1: <clears throat> what was the word you used that was um, subjective no it's no, selective outage selective
0: right age that was it mm-hmm. but sectarianism <sighs> like, is a big issue in Scotland and I was, as I was saying earlier I don't think you're going to be able to eradicate it it's always no. been there I think it's always that's going to what, be there that's what Tomo said on um, sports it's, it's been there forever exactly yeah and uh, some people are talking about uh, points uh, deductions for teams for saying that that's utter nonsense that's a lot of rubbish that will never in a million years work Never. Nah. Boyd, he said it uh, today, his presser, hit the nail right in the head. Went, that, that's a, that's a lot of garbage. It will never work because, for example, um, a Celtic fan could pay, I don't know, like a, a Celtic fan to go to a Rangers game uh, and then sing. Same songs. Yeah, exactly. Then get and get points deducted. I mean. Yeah, it'll never work. Just open a can of Williams and uh, Nah, that's not the solution. Uh, I mean, Remember it, Boyd, Boyd's got a lot of sense. He said it starts from the ground up. You need to educate Folk about this whole uh, sectarian thing right from the ground up At like right at schools you need to do it there yep. yeah
1: I think the, I think the immediate resolution is if fans are singing it in the crowd the stewards to go up take them to the police whatever and get them banned because I think that legislation is uh, thrown out now yeah it is but I think if fans are
0: singing these sectarian songs um <laughs> I mean I, I don't think no if I'm being honest right it's even got a whole stand singing stadium songs. Yet, like, what are you going to do? Throw them all out? Can't be done. Well, if you get a few, make a message. Nah, nah, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's a, a reasonable solution. I, don't, I, I think it just starts with educate yeah. folk. That's what, yeah. I, I think that's what
1: you need to do, and I, I want to, to be honest. And I want to touch about actually, Steve Clark as well. He said he's glad Chelsea took him away from the, the west of Scotland and took him down to London because his kids were didn't have any idea about it.
0: But Chelsea... I've the Chelsea Chelsea's uh have got a history I've been racist. of a lot of racist incidents. So uh, how's that, that it, how's that so, any better than satanism? I'm gonna say it right now, simple as Steve Clark's was exactly bright, is he? No, he's not. <laughs>
1: he's not. He tries to come across this big man and this kinda I had a lot manner. of respect for the guy and
0: up until New Year. Uh oh no, no right uh, right up until You try to get to Full Band? Yeah. Yeah, like that was that was poor, and I felt it was though that was. Shows sure, lack of you know class. See, see that performance on Wednesday night, in that press conference, that post match one. I felt it was all oh, that was him auditioning for the Celtic job. You think? I uh, probably I, but I think.
1: You 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 say Celtic? Well, if Rogers one day does go right, and um, which he will one day, like no, Mike's gonna be there forever. Um, I think
0: Steve Clark's gonna be a um, main guy. I'm not too sure. I think they might try and go for like another Brendan Rogers type character. I think uh, let's be honest. Like, let's not uh, obviously put Steve Clark the man aside, right. Um, so I have went off him a lot. Seeing him as a football manager, he's a top coach. He is. He's a good he's, manager. What he's
1: done to Kilmarnock like is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and obviously he was great at West Brom, um, so that's why I think he will. Vote, I think he will be the next Celtic manager. But yeah, we'll come off the, the issue just now. Done with it forever. I you know. Final thoughts on it. Um, <clears throat> selective outbreak from Steve Clark. Um, Double standards from the media, politicians as well. Uh, for example, before I do, there was a few SNP politicians jumping to the to the defence of Steve Clark. Yes, Any defence avoid? No, there's this guy. Um, I'm losing brain cells. So i was even trying to remember his name, James Doran or something. Like that. He's SNP, part of the SNP, and he tweeted out saying that he wants to talk to talk to Rangers about this whole sectarian uh, stuff that's been going on. Why does no one want to talk to Celtic? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're just as bad. And, like, there's... It's
1: not even just Rangers Safety. I'm sure there's uh, other clubs in Scotland that sing these type of songs. Mm -hmm. And Rangers Safety are just highlighted more because, obviously, we're the two biggest clubs.
0: Exactly. So, I think Steve Clark really shot himself in the foot. Like, see if he defended Chris Boyd on Sunday, then and then he came out on Wednesday, and obviously... Uh, said what he said about him receiving sectarian abuse I don't think this would be a big issue I think me and you would be like yeah fair play you're calling out on both sides Yeah. but he's not he's calling out on it's, just one side do you so, know what
1: it's selfish
0: it's poor it's really uh, poor it's from. selfish it's poor and like I
1: said if I was Chris Boyd I'd be let down by my manager and be refusing to play for him
0: strong words for both ears man yeah. so uh, we'll move on and we'll, uh, we'll speak about uh the Europa League fixture that took place last night with Celtic and Valencia um, Celtic crashed out of the Europa League 3-0 and I could get and they got beat 1-0 obviously off Valencia um, oh it was not a bad performance from Celtic it um, wasn't it was it, um, it in the first uh, leg they were, they were playing without fear they they looked pretty decent not yeah, as well really. Uh, but the, the real killer for Celtic was Toyan getting sent off. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, the first one, the first yellow, I thought it was a wee bit soft, right? Uh, it was a wee bit soft, the first yellow uh, from Toyan, but the second yellow, no ifs, no buts about it, the second yellow, clear, clear second yellow. So, um, yeah, I thought it it was the second one, obviously the right decision, but what about you? I think, I, I, you, you know, I think... I think they were both yellows, if I'm being honest. I think the first
1: one, eh, he pulls him back and um, stops him from running. Like, if you're pulling someone back by their shirt and stops them from running, that's, that's a yellow all day long. Yeah. And then the second one, obviously, you can argue that he didn't know too much about it, but he pulls him down. He pulls him down. And that's a second yellow, so I don't think you can See,
0: so when you look at the footage, right, he trips up, and then he, pre- then he proceeds to bring the Valencia boy down with him. Yep. So there's a few times out there saying... Like I can understand when the first one, they can say yeah it's a bit soft. But the second one, though, right? He the right, Look at it, right. are already on a yellow. He should be more. Aw- he should be more aware, more cautious, right? I'm on a yellow, right? It's a very high pressure game, I right? Need to be careful here. Is Exactly, I need to be careful. I can't do it and strip it. Then, for uh, like, he goes and does something daft, and um, trips up, and then he what? For some bizarre reason, he decides to bring the Valencia boy down with him, and, he's and then carrying. he lets... He lets his he Celtic boy, he lets Celtic boys down, and that pretty much changed the game. Uh, Cause right up, in the, up until that, point, were in it. Celtic were in it. They had chances. Celtic had a chance. Uh, they had a chance of maybe like getting yeah, maybe one or two goals, you know? Uh, Cause they were playing some good stuff. And yeah, that changed the game. Torian let Celtic down, and fair play Celtic. They hung in there for a while, the ten men. Yeah. It's uh, Scott Bain. For me, man, of the match he had a uh, tremendous he was game. Absolutely. Made fantastic. some really good saves, yeah. And
1: I think we've we've um slagged Craig Gordon off in the past and we've been calling for Bain to come in and I think we've been very justified last night by our comments. Yep, exactly. Um and I think Scott Bain is comfortably Celtic number one now and yeah, two two of his saves in particular were just absolutely top top
0: jar. Yeah, yeah. And Celtic they did have their chances. Um it was a ball knocked into the box uh, by Ayer. How did he not bury that? That was like a clearance. That was like a defender. That was clear.
1: embarrassing. That was a
0: sitter that all was. day long. Like that was pathetic. If that be, I
1: mean, is no excuse for that. There's absolutely no excuse for that. Ayer, Christopher Ayer, should be
0: putting that in the back of the net. Oh, I couldn't agree more. That was embarrassing, to say the least. Um, but Celtic, as we have saying, they hung in there, and then the killer blow happened to Celtic. Um, quite late on in the second half 20 minutes to go by Kevin Gamero what a player he is he's, puts it he, away he's a, he's a top 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 yeah, I mean, he's a World Cup winner you know yeah and then right after that game set and match but it has to be said Celtic they played well in the night but the the damage was done in the first in the leg, leg. Yeah. and what is it with Celtic right when simply got nothing to play for and well not nothing to play for I shouldn't say that but when they've got when they've got they're yeah. In there. Like yeah, they've got they're not a lot of pressure on them. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there was not a whole lot of pressure on Celtic to go there and and to get something, you know. And next, you know, like right, they showed a lot of character on uh, Thursday night, but last week they showed no balls. They they were weak last week. like the first line they were weak. They were spineless. They were ruthless. Lap- they, they were they let Valencia walk all over them. So well, for, I for, don't understand for the first, it.
1: For, in the first leg, for the first 10-15 minutes, they were
0: they were good. Yeah, after but bit right after that, were they two were two yeah. pathetic. It, it's a blast, mate. The, the onside won't And, and Izaguiri. <laughs> Jesus. He, he was like Robocop, man. He was... He had an absolute shocker. He was like, terrible, I think. He played the Valencia at on boy onside for the first goal. See <laughs> <nice. laughs> so yeah. if it was it for Izaguiri, that would have been offside. First goal like,
1: would have I mean, Tierney's pretty much back now, I'm led to believe. And they've been missing him. Um, maybe not recently, but they've been missing him in Europe, those two legs.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but credit to Hayes in, the, uh, in the night. I thought Hayes put in a good shift. Hayes is good, aye. Yeah, see, one thing, Anytime I've seen Hayes, he's always put in a shift for Celtic. He's a, he's a hard worker. Yeah, like, like, it's a shame for him that he's not getting a lot of game time. But anytime he's, he gets a game, he puts in a shift. He's... I was about to say he was like the uh, Rangers version of Halliday but Halliday does get game time. <laughs> <laughs> <He> scores goals. No, <laughs> exactly. Um, but his, he is, he knows
1: when he left Aberdeen to, to come to Celtic he knew he wasn't going to win the team sheet every game. Yep. Uh, he knew he was going to be a sporadical rotation player mm-hmm. but when he comes in he works hard you've got to give it to him and he, he really works hard for the team he tracks back and uh, he may not have the quality in the final third um, anymore or it's whatever reason but uh, you know he's going to work hard for the team and he's going to create chances and that's who he can ask for
0: mm, yeah no, I couldn't agree more but Celtic they didn't embarrass themselves. I thought um, I think me and you going into the game thought it was going to be I me and though. I mean, you thought it was going to be an absolute horsing for Celtic but they, they done okay in the night um, but Toyin just let them down he just let them
1: down I mean I think regardless of Young got sent off not, I think I think even Celtic fans will agree it was unlikely they were going to go through, right? I think you would be hard-pushed to find anyone who they thought they were going to go through. Yeah. But Tolyan just made it so much harder on themselves. And they were, like you said, like I was saying, they, they gave Valencia a good game for the majority of the first half. Mm-hmm. And and just kind of ended any hopes of them getting a goal or two. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly, mate. So... Obviously, there was a eventful weekend there in the SPFL. Um, obviously, Rangers drew 0 um, That was. not a, much to talk about there, uh, well, There's not much to talk about in that one. So we're just gonna, it's it's going to be a quite short episode. Uh, so it is. Um, just before we go on to the SPFL, SPFL fixtures this weekend, we'll briefly talk about uh, the Rangers, St. John's game, and the Celtic him game. Uh, the football, the football, the footballing aspect of it, Um, but yeah, the Rangers' uh, seniors game now and the weekend, that was a uh, real dull, dull affair. And was boy, I nearly fell asleep. The only positive I can take from it, Camara was decent, but Kamara yeah, had a great game yesterday. But, um, what do you know who got man a match on Saturday in Saint seniors game? I uh, have no idea, Joe Warrow. <laughs> no, Joe would be fair, had a good game, and Joe Warrow, I've say I always C-Kattich. say, see on the last podcast we done see uh, I was saying that ever since that debacle that happened at Kilmarnock, where Waro made that horrendous mistake see ever since that happened Waro has not put a foot wrong he hasn't but he still looks shaky to me I still I
1: still worry when when he's on the ball or when he's when he's running back like towards his goal Um, I still would play Carthage over him but credit where credit's due he's been okay but I still I'm still, he, he's,
0: going to conv- he's still got a lot to convince me I can tell mate um, but what did you uh, make of well before we move on to Celtic game um, Rangers were dropping too many points dropping too far too many points this season but, um, St Johnson that was a game we should have won we should have we'd so have put pressure he, on Celtic yeah and it, as we're saying earlier it just highlights how much we miss Morelos when he's not on the team I think if Morelos played it would have been a 1-0 or something or maybe even... T- like, two, three, it just shows you the difference Manellos oh, yeah. makes in teammate. teammate. But, uh, see, what about, right, I'll say it now. I'll ask you the question. Right, so I'm trying to avoid it, but, Scott B said, is title challenge over? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. I think you would have to be, not deluded, I
1: don't want to say deluded. That's a no, I, mean, I wouldn't say deluded. That's a very strong no. word, but I think you would have to be... I, mean, yeah. I don't know what the word is, but you'd have to be hard pushed for anyone would really Stop setting your ways. Like, the probably second way, second is I up. think any Rangers fan with, with a sensible head on
0: would agree the title challenge is over put it this way right I'll say this we've made it very very hard for ourselves and it's unlikely we're going to win the league right it's very right. very unlikely now but I want to tell you this right the only way the only chance we've got of winning the league this season is if well, we go unbeaten for the rest of the season but that's you, not going to happen need to go into every game thinking it's a cup final like that's the only chance. I'm trying to be a bit positive here, right? I don't I want mean, be doing, to be all doom. I don't want to be all doom and gloom, right? But dropping points in Saturday to Saint Johnson has made it very, very hard for ourselves. I mean,
1: if you, you we're going to play Celtic twice, if we beat Celtic twice, right, that takes it down to two points. I can't see Celtic losing three games this season,
0: well, no, mate. But but know, that's like, eight points just. I know right? exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I, I don't. I mean, like, obviously. If Celtic lose three games, that will take us to. Oh yeah, so Celtic. Yeah, so that's what still- I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if the- Celtic lose three games, that will make it. I think we go above them. Is that right? So they're eight points just now. So if we beat
1: Celtic twice, that's it down to two points. And by the maths. So they, <laughs> need, they they need to lose a game, and we need to. Win. Yeah. But well, that's the
0: thing. Right? I just can't see Celtic dropping many points this season. I, I genuinely don't. Um, I don't. I think. I
1: think they're in such a rich for.
0: Of, um, they're a good one One thing of Celtic, they're they're they've good. got that mentality, right? They've got that winning mentality, right? For example, that Kilmarnock game, Celtic were not great whatsoever, and but, even though they were very lucky to win that game towards the end, it was a, a very jammy deflection because that, that, that Scott Brown shot was going way over, it was way over, and so Kilmarnock defender, he was. Yeah, he wasn't going really know that, was he? Can I, say exactly, can I say one thing about Scott Brown, mate? <clears throat> I have no real issue with his celebrations, right? Of course, last-minute winner, and that has put them firm favourites of to going on to win the league. But see when he got that red card, and the way he was acting, just swaggering off the pitch? That's embarrassing. I don't think you would ever see Barry Ferguson doing that. don't think you ever see... Even... Mm-hmm. Previous Celtic captains doing that, like I thought it was so childish. The way you've just been sent off, right? You're just uh, suspended to the next game, right? And you're swaggering up the yeah. park, right? you're swaggering up the like, tunnel, thinking, "Oh, look at me! Of course, right? Yeah, celebrate. There's n- I have no issue with the celebrations, right? But you're 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 the leader, right? You're the captain, and you're swaggering up the park after you just got a red card. Yeah. Come on, I know, like, and I want to touch on something. I thought as that well. was pretty. I thought it was pretty childish. Celtic
1: fans of. Um, Say Rangers fans invading the pitch after wins is embarrassing and all that blah 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 but yet they do it just now I mean you can, they can see well, It's pretty much for the title, but it's hypocrites like if you're moaning up Rangers fans or taking uh, take the piss out of Rangers fans invading the pitch after our victory why do you it themselves it's just hypocritical then they, they I know we've touched on all this nonsense before but then they, they tear up the, the seats
0: in that as well oh yeah that's a good point very good point um, bring that up. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, obviously, uh, Celtic fans were ripping the seats apart. Uh, what's that all about? Come on. I know. I mean, like. Come it was, on, it's Kamano. Like, how, it's, that's pathetic. Like, it's, it's I think Celtic should pay for that. Oh, they will. Yeah, of yeah. course. They up sent them an invoice, so yeah. of course I'll pay for it. But I think it would be like I don't know how much it is to be. Like prepare the seat to get new seats in maybe I don't I think it's like 30 grand or something but that's nothing to sell to you know Yeah. Like it's, it's embarrassing it really is but final thoughts on the title challenge Rangers have made it very very difficult uh, for themselves I think very difficult so that in order for Rangers to actually go on and win the league right Rangers need to go unbeaten and I think that will be extremely unlikely I don't think we've gone beaten I think um. I think
1: it's very my, my, there, my, my honest opinion um, title's over I think our, Rangers only chance of winning a trophy is the Scottish Cup and that was a big statement on Wednesday in the Scottish Cup I think the Rangers players know that's their only realistic chance of winning a trophy and we need to consolidate second forget about the league consolidate second I wouldn't say forget about the league we'll not forget about it but try and obviously try and win every game in the league try and consolidate second then maybe think about the title but we need to make sure we win the Scottish Cup because we cannot, simply cannot go on season without a shoulder. Okay. Mm, yeah.
0: So, anything else you want to... Oh! You know, we always say this, right, right before we go into fixtures, there's always something we always forget. New heads <laughs> um, manager, Paul Higginbotham. Oh, yeah. Oh, and um, foreign refs. Yes, of course. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> when I think we're about to wrap up, <laughs> there's still stuff to talk about because it's very natural we don't do a lot of note taking for this it's the best way to be in yeah. trips so would you want to start Paul Higginbutton Paul Higginbutton a terrible appointment <laughs> well, well sorry Hibs fans but
1: in my honest opinion I think he won his
0: first game so that's a start that's a start but I think it's an uninspiring appointment yeah see when, um, see when Lennon left and I seen the, the, the list of managers that were linked with the job I was like oh god if I was a Hibs fan I would not be excited at all I think I
1: think they should have waited for Gordon Strachan uh, I'll put his name in the hat because I think he's still a good manager, but um, I may I may be wrong. Don't quote me this, but I'm sure after he got sacked from Leeds, the owners came out and apologised. Actually, apologised for appointing him.
0: See, no, I actually looked that up. I think that was someone else. Was I it? Think, yeah, yeah, I, I looked up, but i no, like don't be like ashamed by that because yeah. look, trust me, Leeds have had a play for a terrible manager, yeah. so you're, you're probably just like, oh, what what is this yeah. the same guy? Because I've had a play for a terrible manager, um, yeah. but yeah, but for this you know, it didn't go well Leeds because he's got
1: the sack after four months. So yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, it's a very uninspiring appointment, and if I was Hibbs fans, obviously got he got his first win against
0: Hamilton. Hamilton. That was expected. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton or or the old poor Who knows? Hamilton it could are,
1: be one of those appointments, like a a Jack Ross or something. That just Somehow
0: it works. I'll be very surprised if it goes well. I don't have a lot of faith in Paul Higginbottom. I don't think Hibbs will will make the top six. I don't think they will either. I think the top six
1: will be Celtic Rangers, Kilmarnock, Aberdeen, Hearts, Kelly.
0: I think Paul Higginbottom is going to set Hibs back to the way they were before. I genuinely do. I think Paul Higginbottom is going to put Hibs back the way and Hibs are going to go back to... The way they were right before they got relegated, like, uh, the not even ma- not even making Terry the top Butcher six. Days. Yeah, don't like the Terry Butcher days. Uh, the Pat, uh, the Pat. Uh, what's that guy's name? He used to manage Hibs. Pat isn't there, there's no Pat here. Oh, I can't remember Can't name. I look him no, Pat no, finlan no, Yeah, no, Pat, Pat finlan Yeah, but like, the Pat finlan days. It's gonna go back to yeah. that. It's gonna go back to the horrible days where Hibs were just. Couldn't even make the top six. Hearts were dominating them, and then yeah. Madarbi. Natural order restored. <laughs> yeah, and I think it is now, mate. Officially. Yeah. Um, whatever happened to Lennon? Uh, we don't know. Obviously, I think like we don't know the full story. And we put on but, one will. Uh, I think, like obviously they signed some hush hush clause. It's yes, seen Neil Lennon. On, was He's on the Sky Sports debate yeah. on it, and he just said that he had a great time there, but he obviously can't go into detail. But I think that was a big blow. Lo- losing Lennon. I think, but I think they were, they were, towards the end of his reign. They were pretty poor. I still think he really have
1: got them in the top six. I, I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all ifs and buts. It's all. But Paul
0: Higginbottom bottom. No, i will be gone by summer.
1: he will get a new manager in summer. That's been properly looked for.
0: You one No, I think Leanne is going to give him time. Well, she's a she's a idiot. If she does. Oh. No, I I think she'll give him time because obviously she's appointed him right. And she would be like, no, I'm sticking by my guy. Yeah. So, I think it would be a wee bit harsh to get rid of him right away, right? But see if but, they, see if they, obviously they won against Helm, but see if they
1: can uh, come bottom six and not even make a good challenge for a top six. I think, like, Ann yeah. going to be setting her
0: ways and she's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to get, I think she'll get, I think Hans will give him a summer to build his own squad. I and think he's got up until Christmas. but, mate, it, it, honestly, he's, the Hibs fans, obviously they've had last two or three seasons they've had a bit of it's, uh, success yeah. in the Scottish Cup getting promotion finishing the top four last season they'll be expecting a lot more especially well, they're still in the Scottish Cup right they've got Celtic in the next round that's a big ask right yeah. they're not going to be Celtic so I think Celtic will have enough to see them off but that's a wee thing for you Rodgers never won each other that is true but I think uh, you can't see by Celtic mm. yeah and um, so Form refs, yes or no? No. Um, no form refs. For me, short and sweet, keep it simple. Get bloody Varin. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Get Varin. Help the Scottish refs out. Exactly. They need all the assistance who's to say, they can get. Who's to say form refs are going to be better than
1: Scottish refs? I know. And um, we're, not, we're not exactly going to take top tier refs, are we? They're not going to leave, so we'll have to take to the second tier, third tier. Yeah. So, oh, I
0: know, it came out today, actually, um, that I th- uh, if I read the article correctly, that I think the the S F R ruled out getting mm. for refs. That's in. good. I
1: think VAR uh, is the way forward.
0: Mm. Simple as. Nothing much to say. Mm. Yeah. But for refs it's not for me. vr VAR yeah. the needs to be the solution. And yeah. I think if other cl- if Rangers and Celtic
1: other clubs help the other teams fund the installation of VAR, I'd be happy for that. Mm. As long as it isn't top tier football in Scotland, that'll help out
0: Refs immensely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. With. So, move on to fixtures. Um, Oh, Friday night football! Actually, it's kicked off yet. I don't even know what the score is. why we need to check it out. Dundee are playing Hibs. I'll tell you just now. Tell me right now. I shall tell you just now.
1: Dundee and Hibs playing tonight. Dundee and Hibs. That's a football. Let's have a look. It is currently two one to Hibs. Oh. Two one to Hibs. So I think Hibs will go on and win that one. Yeah, I think so. They're all the goals within a few minutes with each other but yeah
0: Canberry score and get his confidence back I think he had a big falling out Lennon. yeah yeah. he might have been one of the big factors why Lennon got uh, papped out the door probably Um. so Hearts St Mirren oh, St Mirren got a draw by Aberdeen the, last think, week and I mean, St Mirren should have won that that yeah. was that was a tremendous performance Orin from Kieran, St Mirren they, maybe finally get his message across. I'm I think I mean, be is it
1: ta- uh, Tinkassel
0: yep I thought one nil hearts. That was a one for hearts losing two one last week. Yeah, I think. See that goalkeeper wonder? Ah, it was shocking. It was. Um I'm yeah, gonna I say I think Hearts brings back, i think it'll be two one hearts. Uh, Livy Kilmarnock I think
1: Kilmarnock will be looking for a response after that drubbing from Rangers. I know it's uh, been a t- uh, tough couple games for Kelly recently, so. it has been Livingston haven't been the of where they start of the season. the forms went off the power. But I think Camaric oh there's a plastic pitch and they both play on artificial pitches. So that'll play into Camaric's hands I think there'll be a bigger I'm um, two one Kelly
0: I'm gonna say
1: one each. St Johnson Aberdeen. St Johnson Aberdeen, uh, I'm going to go for two and zero Aberdeen. I'm gonna say three one Aberdeen. Uh, er Rangers this Sunday? That'll be a a difficult gaming for Rangers obviously we all know our struggles on artificial pitches and our struggles away from home in general Alfredo
0: Morelos uh, is, is still suspended he was he go to um, so Kyle Laffey yeah, Defoe 4-4-2 4-4 can't agree
1: more I think we need to, we need to get a response I'm confident in my boys so I'm going to go for a 2-0 Rangers win Defoe and Kent I'm
0: going to say <coughs> uh, 1-0 Kyle Laffey um, Celtic Mullerwell Parkhead? Uh 3 0 Celtic. Well to see I'm going to say it right now, Mullerwell have been informed recently. They have they been. they playing well. But Celtic
1: at the moment yeah. just a steam steamroller. Just taking apart any table. Well, obviously struggled at Curly, but still get the win, I think. There's such confidence at the moment.
0: Uh, I can't see past Celtic. I'm going to say three one Celtic. So anything else you want to add before we shop shop? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think we've we've covered everything. Aye, so until next time guys take care and we will see you soon